welcome back to St. Anne's Egberth Online Reflections. It's great that you're able to join with us again this morning and you're very welcome. Uh, do have a look back at all our other reflections and our Sunday services that are online if you want to find out more about who we are as a church. Over the last few weeks during these Wednesday slots, I've been looking at the Psalms. Today I'm going to do something a little bit different. Uh, I've been struck by the passage that I was reading uh, just this earlier this week, so I thought I'd share that passage with you and some of the thoughts that I've been having around that. It's a very, very well-known passage from John chapter 14, so I'm going to share these words with you. Again, it might be helpful if you have a Bible with you just to, to turn to John 14, or maybe you want to do that afterwards and you can read again once you've heard this reflection. Jesus comforts his disciples, John 14, verses 1 onwards. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. I am going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you're going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really knew me, you would know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father and that will be enough for us. Jesus answered, Don't you know me, Philip? Even after I've been among you for such a long time, anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. I could read on, but I was just struck by these disciples who are obviously, as we know, just ordinary men. Questioning, asking, doubting. And yet God used the ordinary disciples to go on to do the extraordinary and amazing things. And that got me thinking really about us, just ordinary people, and how God might want to use us to do amazing things for him. See, our God is a living God who moves, who leads, and stirs people into life to do amazing things. He's a God who touches us. He's a God who challenges us. He's a God who calls us. And I could read through the whole of the Bible from the Old Testament to the New Testament over and over in Scripture. It records the fact that those whom God chooses, he calls to something new. The great biblical figures of old who were marked by God to lead his people, they all have one thing in common. The ones remembered best who did the most. They weren't noted for their unusual strength or their unusual weakness. They aren't remembered for their unusual powers or even their unusual poverty. The ones who witnessed most were simple, ordinary people whose strength lay in the fact that they were open to a call in their life. Abram and Sarah, they were average people who were called to leave behind the only security that they had to do strange things in a strange land with no knowledge whatsoever of how it would all turn out. 
They only knew that everything about it seemed wrong. They were promised descendants, though they had no children. A nation, though they were old. And a land that was unidentified. But they were willing to begin again. Joseph was a boy who was taken away from a loving father and was sent to a foreign land. And in these new circumstances, he became the leader of a pagan people and the saviour of his own, who had never wanted him in the first place. But he went. Moses was a Jew in Egypt who had been able to gain a place in the system, but was called to jeopardise that social position and finally to break with his past completely in order to lead God's people to a new life somewhere else rather than to shape new roles where they'd been. And he led them. The Hebrew people, the entire community, were called to wander. And while wandering for 40 years to worship and to trust, yes, they had doubts, yes, they had questions, but they went. Mary, in order to bring Jesus, the word of God, into the world, she was called to Bethlehem even though it seemed more acceptable, more responsible to stay where she was, but she went regardless. Paul, he was called to work among foreigners, amongst the Gentiles, an unheard of thing for a Jew to do in that period. Yet he did it, and he went regardless. This is the essence of the Christian life. Those chosen by God and worthy of the choice are those who can leave what they've always known, where they'd expected to go on living and doing whatever they were doing, to listen to the word, to act upon it, to be a sign of God's presence with God's people wherever God might call us, into whatever God might call us. We are called. If we are Christians, we are called. We are chosen to let go of a part of our past and to embrace anew our life in God. I wonder what might that look like for you today? Is God calling you into something new today? Is God asking you to do something for him today? Is he asking you to leave one thing behind and pick up something else? All we know is... That throughout scripture, God used ordinary men and women, people like us, to do the extraordinary. The one thing that all these biblical greats had in common is this. They were all sinners. And yet they had a faith. They trusted in God and they followed. And God did the rest. The Sunday before last was our annual church meeting and I shared that as a church we've got so much to look forward to. But I also challenged everyone to prayerfully consider how might God be calling you to serve him. Today, let's pray into that and let's be open to God's call in our lives. And yes, just like the disciples in this reading in John, we can have questions. But all we need to do is trust and allow God to do the rest. Let's pray together. 
Father, we thank you that throughout history, you've used ordinary people to do extraordinary things for you. We pray, Lord, that today, as we consider what you might be saying to us in our lives, Father, that we would be faithful to your call. Lord, where you speak, help us to listen. And where you call us to act, help us to do it, knowing that we can trust in you to do the rest. And Father, as we think about our church and how you might want to use us in St. Anne's, Lord, would you show us what you are calling us to do? And may we become the people and the church that you are calling us to be. And these things we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. So may God richly bless you today in all that you do for him. And until we meet again, either here next Wednesday or in church on Sunday. God bless.